Do you want to see the Easter Bunny for the first time ever? Yes. You do? You do? Andale, andale, mama. Yay, yay. Oh, what's happening now? Welcome to another episode of Hop. Can you please stop that? That was my announcer voice. I do not. Everybody like loved it. No one liked your announcer voice, Doug. Yes, they did. I hate to break it to you, but no one liked that announcer right, voice. Well, that's a terrible impression. I'm way better at this than you. Okay, so the episode we have all been waiting for. Who? You and me. So excited to tell yeah, our yeah, secret. <laughs> So Just chomping at the bit to get oh this. Oh my gosh. I've been dying to share it, but I really wanted to share it here on Hot Marriage Cool Parents first because I feel like those of you who take the time out to come here on our podcast and kind of connect with us and listen to us, even those of you who take the screenshot and tag us, I just feel like we're genuinely turning into real friends, right? Oh, well, it's becoming a family. Yeah, it really is. And I feel like you deserve to know. Do first. they call it a franimally? We called it a franily. Really? Episode one. No, we didn't. We did. did we? we said we were going to make it a franly on episode Who one of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. We uh, made it up. Frans okay. slash family, and it turned into franly. Okay. I just want to stop and tell you that we are reading your reviews and we want to thank you for them. And just Saturday, someone with the name just me eight six seven five three zero nine. All right, let's let's stop because Jamie doesn't know the eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh my god. I love this person. I didn't catch it on. I didn't catch so it funny. on. Oh my with god. 8675309. <laughs> I was like, what? But I was like, okay, I'll go with it. Oh, I love this person. Anyways, I haven't even read this yet, but this is the most recent one. It was just Saturday. And she said, totally raw and unscripted. Doug and Jamie are down to earth and relatable. They share about their real life, parenting, marriage experiences with guests on the podcast, full of humor and honesty. I look forward to a new episode every week, keeping yourselves and keeping it real. Oh, I love you, just hey. me. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. I love the names you guys come up with when you leave these reviews. They're so good. I'm going to give one more shout out. I just love this. Lesmeralda3. She says, generous. Jamie and Doug, I have so little time to invest in podcasts and I'm very selective about those that I download. Oh, that's really sweet. I'm a little yeah. selfish too in that if I feel that there is no substance or value to the podcast, so many just do it, I will quickly unsubscribe. I followed your journey on mass and I also read your wonderful, honest, and well-written book about your life and those things that impacted your life and made you the beautiful person that you are today. I think that your podcast has so much value since it can appeal to such a diversity of people independent of age, ethnicity, gender, marital status, and economics. I have been happily married for 47 years and although love changes and morphs and deepens, the hard work pays off into a beautiful longevity that actually requires little work as you grow older and more in love. Thanks for sharing your lives. You are honest, humble, beautiful people that I hope to meet one day. Love the podcast. Oh, holy moly. That that's a make, big one. That would make me cry. That was really nice. That was really like thought out. 47 and well years of marriage. Good for you. Oh, wow. Good for you. Lesmeralda. Thank you for that. That Thank is you, really nice. Thank you guys so much for just taking a moment to leave a review on the podcast. I mean, it just means so much to us. Whatever platform you're listening on, if you just stop and take a moment and leave a review, that would mean the world to us. We'll get to know you more that way. Yeah. And if you want to just screenshot right now, wherever you're at and tag us on Instagram so we can see you, we just genuinely love to get to know you. And I tell you that every week, but yes, it's true. Do. I actually really love to get to know you. And it's funny because I say it every week, but I think people are shy to do it, but I'm serious. If you take a screenshot and tag me, I am going to- More people are doing it. Say hello to you. Yeah, more people are doing it now. So don't be shy. I can't wait to find you and say hello. 
Well, now you're all coming over for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're going to have to have a couple more tables out on the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we are so, so thankful, first and foremost, that you guys show up every week to listen to yes. our podcast and you care about us and love us and support us. We can feel it. It's palpable and yes. we love you guys. So without further ado, although, oh my God. Drum roll, please. No, we don't have a drum roll sound. <laughs> So as you guys know, we went to Curacao, which I don't know if I should like say it out loud. The fact that my geography, I did not know where Curacao was when I <laughs> first thought of going to the Caribbean. I know Aruba. If you know Aruba, then you know where Curacao is yeah. because it's ABC Islands. It's literally next door to Aruba, basically, and very close to Venezuela as well. So for our five-year anniversary, I really wanted to do something special. I feel like often in life, you can just get swept away with like the day in and the day out, especially after becoming parents. But even if you're not a parent, and you're just in school or you're very focused on your career, it's easy to just let the things that you should be celebrating, just let them go and be like, eh, yeah, no, it's no big deal. Or like the people who say, oh, I don't celebrate my birthday. I'm like, who are you? You have to celebrate your birthday. And I think that we should celebrate milestones, you know, depending on what they are, but you should have little things to look forward to. Well, I shouldn't say you should have, but it's always nice to have something to celebrate. Yeah. And honestly, it doesn't have to be something like a five-year anniversary. It could literally be something as small as I 21 month anniversary. We literally did celebrate every single month the first year. Mm -hmm. Every single month. I think I got a flower for you every month. You did not get a flower for me every month, but nice try. That might have been my high school girlfriend, actually. Oh, you smart. You little smart. That's what it was. You're the worst right now. (laughs) I will not forgive you for that. I cannot believe I said that. You're pretty much the worst right now. It was actually one for the first month, two for the second month. I I don't want to hear anymore. I'm over it. But we wanted to celebrate our anniversary in a big way. And what better way than going to the Caribbean? Yeah. So while we were there, we stayed at the most beautiful resort, which I really want to share with you guys. It's called the Santa Barbara Beach and Golf Resort. Unbelievable. Oh my God, it's so good. And I have emailed them to ask for a discount code for any of you guys who want to go and stay there. I haven't heard back yet, but if I do hear back, I'm going to put it on my Instagram stories for sure. Definitely recommend not just the accommodation, but it has a beautiful layout. It has two phenomenal restaurants, probably the best breakfast buffet that I've ever had in my life. And access to the beach, access to water sports, access to fish, access to blue water. And when you say the beach, it's a private beach. By the way, not an ad whatsoever that we're talking about <laughs> it. We weren't sure where to go. And so I just wanted to do something that wasn't overly populated, wasn't random. super touristy. It did seem a little kind of left field. We went to Curacao. I'm like, I don't even know how to say it. Do I say Curacao? Krakow? Like, how do I say this? Which, honestly, shame on me for not being better averse with geography. It's the same as the drink. They actually do make the drink there, Curacao. The Curacao liquor, you mean? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they have their own liquor. But anyways, while we were there, drum roll. I always get off topic. Drum roll. We decided to do something very, very special for each other. And I don't know how to say it. I'll just say it. We, we said I do. We said we still do. We still do. That's what it was. But we did it in the most private, intimate way. So we renewed our vows, just yes. the two of us, privately on the beach. Private ceremony, private minister or officiant, we private had- dinner our own chef. We did it right. I mean, I don't want to like emphasize all of that. Because it was about the vows. Yeah. Yeah, Doug. I don't want to emphasize all that because the thing is, is that it's not even about all of that. It's about the fact we needed this. I mean, no joke. It was getting to a point where we just weren't connecting the way that we should have. Not, this is TMI, but sex was few and far between. Only when I'm ovulating, trying Mm -hmm. to have a baby. Otherwise I'm tired, working, whatever. Just 
we would be sitting on the couch and Doug would be playing his video games. I'd be like, you know, talking to my friends on Instagram or texting friends or vice versa. Or, you know, one of us is with the baby, the other's cleaning after the dogs. And <laughs> it just, life gets in the way. And we just needed desperately to just get away. And as much as I wanted to bring Gracie, especially because it was a flower <laughs> renewal, but she's one and a half years old. And we did the next best thing, which was document all of it. We had a videographer, we had a phenomenal photographer that we're hoping to get the picture and share the videos with all of you. Yeah, and of course with Gracie as well. And I just think if we had had Gracie there, there's not a chance we could have connected the way that we needed to. And we did, I think, I'm hoping, I mean, I don't know yet. I'll know in in a few days (laughs) if we have a baby inside my belly. (laughs) Yeah, we did. We did it a couple times. We did it more than a couple times, that's (laughs) for sure. (laughs) But uh, that's neither here nor there. Bottom line, it was was a way for us to get away from the work schedule. This was a way for just Jamie and I to really go out and enjoy each other and not have any responsibilities other than us. And it was definitely some me time and much needed us time, mommy, daddy time, which you don't realize until you go away. You don't realize how much you don't do it at home until you go away and you're next to each other and you're just with each other and present with each other and doing everything together. You don't realize how much you don't do those things when you're home. Yeah. And so... Ultimately, every five years, I want to go renew our vows. It doesn't have to be on a beach, you know. I'm saying every six months. No, we can't afford that. Okay. But it doesn't have to be, you know, as extravagant as our five years was. Hopefully, we'll have a house full of kids by then and it just won't be possible. But because my parents would really (laughs) love to watch the kids again. All like a ton of And the dogs. Five years from now, what will five years from now look like for us, Dad? Probably two kids. Oh, I'm hoping for four. Hmm. Like three kids in five years. Twins. Just saying, I would love twins. When I say we renewed our vows, I had hmm. a new wedding dress that I got, by the way, off Amazon. Three of them. I got three. Didn't right try around. any of them on. Yeah, I didn't have time for that. So I ordered three dresses from Amazon that <laughs> I thought were really pretty and one fit and I wore it and it was beautiful. And I'm going to probably blog about this because it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars on these things. Literally, these dresses were each $100. And I wore the same thing I wore for my first vow renewal. Yeah, that was free. The other two dresses that I didn't wear, I'm probably going to try to return. It doesn't have to be how much you spend or how many people were there. But that's what we did. We we renewed our vows. And yes, we did it all very, very privately. We didn't let any production company know that we were doing this. We didn't let any press know we were doing this. We didn't let any network like Lifetime, Married at First Sight. We We wanted to make it personal. We didn't tell a soul that we were doing this. As a matter of fact, we literally just planned it ourselves and the resort was amazing because we couldn't have done it without them. So Mm -hmm. we genuinely got their advice. We definitely, of course we wanted to document it. Like we want to show our daughter and of course we want to show our family and our, our Franily as well. But have it for us too. But And for us, yes, of course, but we didn't want the pressure of a production company. No joke. When we renewed our vows the first time, I had to walk down the aisle twice because <laughs> it just wasn't the right. I don't know what it was. So this time we just really wanted it to be for us and mm-hmm. for us first and foremost and for our family and for you, mm-hmm. we really wanted it to be special. So And for those that have been with us since day one. So we did get the video and that's currently being edited. You know how that yeah. goes. If you ever had a wedding, you know, it takes a little while. So we're going to get that edited. But, oh Should have God. a bunch of pictures too. So we did the most amazing photo shoot. So this guy, so his name's Nestor and the resort recommended him and the videographers, but the photographer in particular, I can't speak his praises enough. This man is impeccable. So no he joke. He is probably the most passionate person that I've ever 
been around when it comes to their profession. Yeah. And actually that's not even his profession. He works in like IT for something else and his hobby is photography, but wait till you see these pictures. No joke. We're underwater swimming in my gown <laughs> and him and his khakis and shirt. And fish and-, and the fish are, I mean, it is incredible. I cannot yeah. wait to share these photos with you guys. Beautiful picture. In Nestor's work. Super great. Yeah. That's our photographer, Nestor. Super great. Super great. He's amazing. I'll obviously definitely tag him on Instagram. If you guys are ever in Curacao, seriously, highly recommend the Santa Barbara Beach and Golf Resort. That's where we stayed. And they definitely have locations for like bowery renewals and things like that, obviously, <laughs> since we did. But also if you're not doing that, it's an amazing resort where they have daycare for kids and they have multiple pools. Like Doug said earlier, private beach. And if you want a photographer, holy moly, crapoli, Nestor is amazing. So tonight we have another special, not really a surprise because we've talked about it. You guys have been asking for Mr. and Mrs. Douglas yeah. Hayner Sr. Yep. to come on the show. And my in-laws are here. Gaga and Pop Pop. Yep, they're here. <laughs> and not going to lie, things get a little... I wouldn't say heated, but I would say I called Bonnie out for not truly 100% accepting (laughs) me in the beginning, even though she swore up and down she did. But you'll hear. I called her out on it. And they love it. All in love. They're the freaking best. I love them more than life itself. I don't know how I got so lucky to have the most amazing in-laws. Literally, at the drop of a hat, they would do anything for any of us. It's just when I think about, I guess, like my mom and the fact, you know, like not knowing my dad, which by the way, there'll be an update on finding my father because that's coming around nicely. As in, I sent my DNA off and my mom just today, actually, my sister went over there and made her swab her cheek, helped her swab her cheek. That's awesome. To send her DNA off. So now my DNA, my mom's DNA, and this woman that I matched with on Ancestry, our DNA is all going to be cross-tested to see if it truly is a match. And the reason why I have to have my mom's DNA is because then if my mom's DNA doesn't match with this woman's, then that proves that she's a match on my paternal side, which means I'm that much closer to finding my father. So exciting. I didn't mean to just spill the beans on all of that. <laughs> it's like a whole. All right, let's get your parents on. Okay. Are you looking for someone to share their deepest, darkest secrets on keeping their marriage spicy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like please dish on how to be a cool parent? Because yeah, I don't know. Please tell me. Well, Jamie Yotis and Doug Hayner have got all you hubbies and wifeys and mommies and daddies covered. Yep, that's us. Because each week, we're finding a guest who will spill all their dirty secrets. Oh, yeah. Because we all want to keep our marriages hot and our parenting cool. Here's the show. It took us 16 episodes to get my parents on Hot Marriage Cool Parents. Oh, the Hayners. Have you guys even heard the podcast? No. No. Every time I get it on That's my, my computer, bad. I try to listen to it and it goes nowhere. Yeah. Let's talk about a scandal in the world. So Lori Laughlin, who I think is the sweetest, you know, she's like from Full House, wife of Uncle Jesse. It's a good buildup. She's really, really sweet. And did you guys hear about the college scandal yeah. with her? We've been watching it. Mm. It's shocking. So for you who's listening at home, so Lori Laughlin, you know, from Full and Fuller House. So she... Can you explain it better than I can? Bonnie, you you explain it. She was arrested because she paid off the University of Southern California. Yes. Yes. To get her daughters in. To get her daughters in. 
So she bribed the college to get her daughters into this college that she thought was like, I guess, prestigious. Meanwhile, the one daughter already has like a thriving social media career exactly. or something. Exactly. And she didn't even want to go to college. But her mom, they also faked the SAT scores in order to get her in there. She said that her daughters had disabilities to get extra time. This is what I've heard through hearsay. So check the news for like- That's what they had on the news. Yeah. Everything that they've had that all on the news. And they would even- put somebody else's picture, you know, let's say yeah. they were an athlete, they would transpose Her their child's picture onto that athlete. As on the rowing team or something it's, like that. Yeah. Exactly. That aunt from Full House, like what? Uncle Jesse's wife? Like you can't, yeah. I can't imagine this. I know. Exactly. And we're not talking a few thousand dollars. We're like, you know. Like half a million dollars. Yes. Yeah, exactly. What does that say about her daughter though? That she thinks her daughter was that stupid and her couldn't get in? Her one daughter didn't even want to go. She kept saying well, she didn't want to go. that's the social media one. She didn't want to go and said, look, Amazon supplied my whole room with right. everything here. I don't even want to be here, but yeah, I am. And speaking of that, this is what I heard. So correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the poor daughter. I just feel bad for the daughters because they didn't want this scandal in their life and they're teenagers and like the right. stress that they must have. So the one was on some yacht or something when she was kicked off because she's kicked out of the school. So the yacht <laughs> that she was on, I guess, was affiliated with the college and they she was kicked off. That was the same one that's the social media one. That poor girl. She came home on, you know, somebody's yacht from vacation back into this so she yeah, has to come yeah. right back into this but it's like you know it's not that hard to get into college you no. can find a college to get into it's so silly but they were also having paying people to take the sat scores for them so they would raise them up mm -hmm. when these kids were raising up like doug and matt what's your sat score what's your sat score mm -hmm. i had a very low one i don't think i got out of the 800s on both math and english i couldn't figure out <laughs> i thought it was the stupidest test in the world. You just passed with your name. That's it. Not back then. I went to Tuscaloosa, Tennessee. You only had points for your name. You didn't pass anything <laughs> else. No, that's 500. Yeah, you got 500 for that. You got the 500 for that. Joe D'Angelillo got 585 on his SAT. Which is terrible. One of the best quarterbacks that we've ever seen from Bloomfield. But, you know, <laughs> he couldn't go anywhere because of this. 585. And then Tim Lally tried taking his SAT score and got caught in oh, our own because they knew he wasn't Joe D'Angelo. Oh, it's Tim Lally. It's just so silly. I don't know how hard it would be to get into that college, but it just seems so silly to have to. Name Felicity Huffman. Yeah, yeah, she's the other girl that did it. Yeah. She's, like... I, yeah. she's the one that paid to have her, uh, had paid for someone else to take the yeah. SATs. But could you imagine having the police officers come to your house and arrest you for, you know, bribery? Don't you think that that happens? It must happen with athletes. Do you think they're going to end up in jail? No. Uh -uh. They'll get around it and they'll say, no, it was a gift to the school. Yeah. I think they'll have to do community service. I don't think it was like a hardened crime. Uh, yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll be probation. They'll get it. They'll get slapped on their wrist very hard with it, but it'll be a probation that they'll do without doing time. All right. Well, we reached out on Hot Marriage Cool Parents Instagram page and said we we're going to have you guys on. People have been dying to have you on. So what took you so long? Everyone who follows us on Instagram and the Hot Marriage Cool Parents podcast page, they sent in some questions and I'm going to oh, read yay. them. <laughs> <laughs> you have little faith. <laughs> Okay, so Free Miss Missy asks, what's the best part about being grandparents? Oh, God, there's too many reasons to... Well, do you which, have about four days? Which, uh, which grandchild do you like the best? That's where we'll start. 
Oh, that's not a fair question. <laughs> I the, All the hainers, are, well, in particular, Doug and his brother are so competitive and I hate that. They're all equal. That's right. They're all equal. But you know, they're, they're equal, but there's something a little bit special about each one. Mm-hmm. Like Douglas, I try very hard to have a baby. So when Douglas was born, that was an event. Mm-hmm. So he will always have that special, special spot. And then Lindsay, she was a girl. So who doesn't like to dress girls? Like, see, now that's like Gracie. I love to dress Gracie. Yeah. She's just my, oh, she's the best. She gets her whole wardrobe from her gaga. That's because I forget to bring clothes all the time. And then we had Matthew, who was a, oops, I hate to say that. That's awesome. He was a little oops. He was a doctor. We were, we were older and, you know, I had a boy, I had a girl. Oh, they were four. They were five. They were very independent. So that's what's special about Matthew is that he was the oops. oops. He, was the oops. He, he, was, he was a mistake. <laughs> no, no, Pretty no. Much. He was, he was, you know, he was the last one. And he really, he was such a good baby. He really was such a good baby. Right? That's not necessarily true. <laughs> after Doug and after Lindsay, it wasn't like we were done. It's four years later. And then it was an argument between Bonnie and myself about who was going to get fixed. I won the argument not having to get fixed about, what do you call a vasectomy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I was diabetic and I wouldn't heal properly. Plus I was chicken. (laughs) So she went to go get her tubes tied. And that's how Matthew, the doctor said, sorry, you're pregnant. Now we can't do that. Oh my God, really? That's really what happened. It was an absolute shocker. Shocker, shocker. Turns out Matthew is definitely the most, okay, I don't want to say most successful, but the quickest to succeed out of all your children when it comes to like the real world. Don't you think, Doug? He had a house first. He had a thriving career first. Well, it took him a bit, but yeah, he was the one that matured first. But it was really Lindsay that was more independent than anything. Yeah, Lindsay was very, very independent. She has a phenomenal work ethic. Great. And Doug, he's just chop liver. That's it. Nah. <laughs> Doug, as everybody called him, the golden That's child. That's right. My favorite part about this whole story was that the question was, how do you feel about being grandparents? grandparents. <laughs> I was going to come back in and say that because you did didn't go- even <laughs> answer Jamie's question. That's all right. So we'll move on. So Danielle Sigmund says, what did you really think when Doug told you he was marrying a stranger? Be honest. Yeah. Didn't you cry? No, I didn't cry. Oh, I was saying, oh, cried. finally, he'll be out of the house. <laughs> That's not no, really what you thought. And she cried. We just thought that it was like one of those things where, what do you mean you get married to somebody you never saw? Now, the background is I kept telling him, you know, you're getting a job here, you're doing this, you're doing that, but nothing was really concrete. So I said, why don't you go be on TV like the Jersey Shore people? They're making $30,000 an episode and doing that down here. And I said, just, you know, try that. So evidently he did. And he almost made it on uh, The Hero, right? With The Rock at that time. Turns out Married at First Sight doesn't pay as much. That's right. <laughs> Real bummer. <laughs> Hence the podcast. <laughs> well, my thought at the first and the first time I met Jamie was, so even if this doesn't work out, he gets money, you get money, and you're you don't stay together, then you're friends, but you both made your money and you go your separate ways, not knowing that any of this was going to happen. In fact, in my phone, Jamie still called Olga. This is a mail order bride. You're still <laughs> Yogi Doug Hainer. Yep. So, you know, we go tit for tat. We call each other names back and forth. And uh, I said, we just leave it at that. 
You know, this and is something how that's goes. different. Yeah. And look where it got us. If it goes to grandchildren, I'm not going to say Henley is my favorite, but all three of them are just as special as my three kids. Yeah. And you, you'll love them right away. If I had to tell anybody anything, it's when you have a kid, that's when you know what actual love really is. Yeah. And yeah, you know, that about, doesn't go away. It's another level. Yeah, we talked about that on the car ride home yesterday. Do you feel like it is really like you have like that same kind of love for grandkids though, for real? Absolutely. Oh my God. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. You miss them. I mean, it's like when you took her to California, it was like a piece of us is gone. Yeah. Really? It was like... Well, that's why we told you to come out. And we had a good time when you were out. We did. We went too soon, though. Yeah, you have to do the halfway mark. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that got brought up in the car ride was, Jamie, I don't know if you get this, but maybe it's anxiety, but I start to think of different ways that Henley can get hurt all the time. Like, I'll think of these, like, morbid situations where, you know, like, she's walking upstairs and she falls through the banister and hits her head on the floor or, like trips and falls on something and the fork goes through her arm like these are god doug that is morbid yeah i just think of these things like just at random times and like it really bothers me and you know i have too i've had nightmares where we're babysitting henley and somebody kidnaps her right out from the us i was like oh Speaking of that, did you guys watch on Netflix The Disappearance of Madeline McCain? No, you told us about that. I'm going to have to. You probably just shouldn't. You won't like it, Dad. It's like the worst. And honestly, I never had these like crazy thoughts, but I watched that recently. The parents are dining without anyone babysitting their kids, which I get they could see like where their their apartment was, but like I would never leave. And no judgment to the parents because, first of all, they were in Europe. So they think cultural differences are different, right? Exactly. But I would never leave Gracie without a babysitter. I don't care if I can see the house. But then again, I mean, they were like, it's as if we were dining in our backyard and someone yeah. just went into their house. And I just don't actually fall for that because you're at a resort. It's not your backyard. There are people coming and going constantly. No one's exactly. coming and going in your house. But again, no judgment to them because it's cultural differences and whatnot. And regardless, they lost their daughter. So someone came in to, I guess, the window that was open and took this little girl and they haven't seen her and it's been 10 years. Oh. I wouldn't want to live. Isn't that crazy? I I can't even imagine. Like, yeah. And then she lost a spot going to USC on the road team recently. What? We're back to Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Laurie. (laughs) Laurie McLaughlin. Okay. All right. We'll lighten it up a little. That was a real. That was a real downer. But it's like real and it's scary. It's really. It really has me thinking now. Like, we have to lock our doors, even if we are just in the backyard. I'm not but, kidding, Doug. But, you know, even with Mason, too, when we had him and he was toddling around, I was so petrified that I was going to turn around and he was going to be gone. Walk out the door. Yeah. Just like when Matthew hid in our pantry. When he was like, oh, yeah. my God. He was getting you back for saying he's an oopsies. <laughs> right. So we had the whole neighborhood looking for him. And yeah. It was a horrible experience. You won't know that experience until you actually lose someone. And I did this at the Blue Star Shopping Center. We're all up there. It's just Doug and Lindsay. And uh, we're shopping for something. And Bonnie says, go outside and just stand there. And I had Lindsay, who was a nudge. She just kept moving all around and looking at stuff. I was trying to hold on to her hood. And then the next thing I knew, I turned around and she wasn't there. I ran into the other store where Bonnie was. 
And she goes, no, I don't have her. Bonnie immediately went to running outside screaming, looking for her face in a car as they were driving away. And it turns out she went into the same store, but was at a different cashier. And they had her up on there and she was trying to probably steal gum or something. Because <laughs> that's the way she was. She always looked and tried to find something. Okay, so a common question that I see a lot from a lot of different people is, okay, so for example, the neighbor's deli asks, how did they meet? What is their love story? And so did Jordy girl 8141028. Right. She also said, how did they feel when y'all got married and then started a family? <laughs> that's a whole different question. Okay. A lot of people are wondering how you guys met and what's your love story. And how each kid was conceived. And where. Just kidding. <laughs> All that That's sand again down at the beach. <laughs> now, you reach a certain point in life and I was uh, 27. I'm going to be corrected here all the time, but I got a, a nod that it was right. And uh, it was like, okay, done with the drinking, done with everything. Now you got to understand I grew up in the 70s. So everything else was kind of stopped. I'm working, but it's like, wow, where are you going to go find somebody in a bar in someplace else? And sure enough, I was working at a bar in, uh, down the shore on the beach and Bonnie and her girlfriend, the surf club. And it was just, I came home from a softball game and then my stepfather goes, Bonnie and Sue were here looking for you. So I said, well, what'd you tell them? You know, where are they? Go, well, I don't know. I told them you'd be at the surf club. And I didn't go back to the surf club at night because all the money that I made during the day, I would spend back at nighttime and end up with no money at all. But I ran up there. Uh, Sue had left. I actually have to admit that I went to go see her. Of course. And I saw Bonnie and, you know, and it was like, Wow. What a difference. Yeah, and my actually where did all your fat go? That's the first thing you said. Where did all your fat go? <laughs> and she stayed with me. She must have loved me from because I was honest. But in college, somebody that somebody that begged for beer on the streets of Virginia. <laughs> I thought it was Tennessee. Yeah. No, Wait. I was Tennessee. She all was right. Virginia. Wait a minute. So the first time you saw each other after a long time, his first thing he said to you was, Where'd all the fat go? Yeah. yeah. No, just one. A little bit chunky. <laughs> Too chunky. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened, you know. And then it was like six weeks later, you look for something as a guy, you look for something that you can grow old with, who's going to keep their looks and stuff. And she was it. There she is. Well, I don't know. What was your story leading up to that? Like from your point of view? To Bonnie. Like when you were with Sue? Well, I was a little annoyed because Sue wanted to go to surf club and she wanted to see Doug, even though she was married. She wanted to go see Doug. So I thought, okay, let's go, you know, let's go up to the surf club. So now mind you, she was a born again Christian and there was no drinking, you know, there was no anything with her. She was a rebel. She was, so she, but she wanted but an to go, adulterer. she wanted to go see Doug. She, she really did because they, uh, I don't know how many uh, husbands she's gone through so far. No, I mean, she's going to hear this on, t on the radio. I'm not going to say that. Listen, she's in Virginia. <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> I don't even have electricity. Stop but. it. So anyway, we go back up to the surf club. And as soon as we walked in, Sue said, oh, we're looking for Doug Hayner. So the man at the door said, well, I'm sorry. He only works during the day. So, you know, she said, okay, well, I guess I should be headed home now. So as we were walking out, my housemates were coming in. So I said, Sue, I'll see you later. I'll stay. So a little while later, as soon as he walked in, I recognized him because I had seen him 
at my college because I went to an all-girls school. So all the colleges in the area, whatever we had a dance or whatever, we used to call them mixers back in the olden days. And <laughs> They still um, call them that. Yeah. He would come up to see Sue. So Who was married and in college? No. No, no, no. no. Oh. <clears throat> he knew Sue from high school. She was a really pretty girl. She really, really was a very pretty girl. And they met in college for the first time. So like just randomly. Your parents, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, my dad was going to a place uh, to Tusculum in Tennessee. My mom was going to an all-girls school in Virginia. Virginia. And that those mixers, they that's where they first met each other. And then they just turned out to both be in Seaside. It was funny because where our house was, was right down the street from his parents. Oh. The house with your housemates, you mean? Yeah, the house with my housemates oh. was right down the street. Those from... mates weren't from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder where your husband gets a chain? The apple does not fall far no, from the tree. No, it certainly no. doesn't. So then when I met Doug, we started to talk. And <laughs> this is a little bit funny. We left the surf club together. And I had a little bit too much to drink. And yeah. we, well, we were at the bamboo club. <laughs> And we were like making out in the middle of the street. We almost got hit by a car. <laughs> that was the first night you guys hung out. You were making yeah, out? Yeah, we were making out and we were like sitting in the street. In the street. <laughs> <laughs> so then six weeks later, we were engaged. Whoa. 11 months later, we were married. 42 yeah. years. So you can't judge Doug for marrying a complete stranger then? No. It's no. close. You know, that's very close. You know, yeah. it was there, but what you know, you know, and. It was like, wow, all right, I'm at the end of it at 27 years old of all the other stuff. And it's like, okay, you got to settle down sometime. You know, now what? I already sowed my oats. So, you know, and Bonnie was just like gorgeous. My friends go look and I, you know, they'd see her on the beach and go, you know, I said, oh, they go, that's her? Yeah. Instead of a 10, she was a 12. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so sweet. But I feel like Doug, it's the same for you because like, no, I don't. So, well, no, yeah. I'm not saying it's not the same at all. Cause we were married at first sight. But what I'm saying though, is you also like all your friends. Cause for you, Doug, big Doug, it was your friends were getting married, having kids, whatever, like at least have a girlfriend exactly. and you just didn't have someone yet. And same thing that Doug, you yeah. told me why you signed up for married at first sight was because all yes. your friends yeah were married, had kids, and you were the only one, and you're like, I don't really drink, so I'm not at a bar. I don't, there's like, there's just no organic way to meet people these days, unless you do drink, and then it's, you know, right. at a bar. And I think, I know that online dating and everything else has been, but I don't think it was much. Not like it is now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, like it, it was, there, there was, uh, I mean, there it was, was Tinder. There. Yeah, there was, it, there was like there, Match.com. Yeah, Match.com, and, and, yeah. but there wasn't, no. it wasn't as popular as it is today. Yeah. So. I was ready by that time. Like when I got on the show, like I, that's, that's where I was in life. I was ready. Like I was past all of my immaturity and all of my depression and everything else. And then I was just ready. It was an opportune time, you know, and you yeah. get to that certain age. It's just like, you know, I used to tell uh, Gail, God bless her. She's dead now, but uh, <laughs> who's Gail? I'll bet you know it's a girl from. She used to sew too. <laughs> <laughs> so I so her oats. Yeah, <laughs> and we just said I'd rather go to a sporting event and drink there than go out to a bar anymore and go through all that stuff. And she wasn't there, so you know it was like okay. Oh, Gail. Go, yeah. Oh, I got you don't her. know her. I got her mixed up with Sue. I was thinking. Oh no. Yeah. Gotcha. No. Okay. And Sue, Sue actually. I don't care if she's listening. She's like, I would have been her 
third guy that she left. I mean, <laughs> she she had four or five people. And the born-again Christian she is, you know, she went through them all. Oh, God is forgiving, I guess. She's, you know, happy with her grandkids. <laughs> and she's down, you know, down in Virginia someplace, I think. You know, so God bless her. Yeah. yeah. And they say that uh, married at first sight is a wacky thing. Douglas, not everyone has luck finding love in no, that well hey i divorce divorce is i mean yes it's a, a sad thing but divorce is a very positive thing because yeah. what's the point of staying in a marriage that's horrible and disruptive no and, i agree but it's you know but it takes a toll on somebody's always hurt yeah even yeah. if you leave amicably somebody is always hurt and who gets hurt the worst but the kids mm -hmm. yeah you know, they're the ones that doug and i said from the beginning that if we did ever go through a divorce we would still have kids <laughs> no we did not say that but we said that we would be friendly and we wouldn't like fight Facebook each other friends <laughs> we wouldn't fight each other for like money or like the house like none of that stuff really matters and especially now that we have our daughter we would definitely be friendly right doug yeah i think so i'm looking in your eyes we're gonna be friendly I right know. yeah because i want to be friendy you're talking as if we're getting a divorce well i'm saying i want to spend the same Jamie, page you opening up a can of worms here. no i'm All not of a sudden, <laughs> but i'm don't saying, put it into the universe that's true but i want to know that we're like on the same page yeah. because for henley's sake if god forbid something happens divorce is not that uncommon and i'm not saying we're going to I'm not, and you can't make it easier on a divorce for a no. kid it doesn't matter Oh. It it just never works on oh, the kids. I'm from a divorce, you know, and my sister and my brother, my brother didn't even know my father at all. It wasn't even like he was an uncle. He, we just had to be dragged back and forth. So many years going up and down the highway, you know, Christmas over here, then let's get back on the turnpike and Christmas down there and back and forth. And I didn't know until I graduated college that my mother, after all those years, hated my father, hated him. And, you know, so she ended up with somebody else, but there were no more kids with it. But it was like different. And I never got close to my stepfather. I don't think Patty ever did. It was all different. We did. The grandkids did. He was he was a good guy. As grandma asked. Grandma and grandpa. Yeah, they did. So you didn't get a hint of Grandma Dot made it easy. Well, not easy, but she kept a positive attitude towards the yeah. divorce. Because To you me, said she did. Yeah, to us, she yeah. never brought it out but until internally I she... graduated. Now, yeah. I'm the first person to graduate from college. My mother never did. My father never did. So now it's Dot and Joe and then Len. Mm -hmm. My father's down there, and Len wanted to take them out to eat in Tennessee. You know, this Wait, is there. And your I'm dad wanted to take your mom and your stepdad out? Out to dinner because they're all at my graduation, and my stepmother wouldn't go. We never found out how much my stepmother hated the situations of when we had kids, birthdays, graduations, Christmas, all that. She hated being there amongst them. And it turns out my mother did too. So, oh, no. you know, it was one of those things where how could you hate him after like 80 years? Yeah. And it just did. So there's probably a story behind that. Yeah. My mother was 21 when she had me and, you know, and me following my father all through his passing and trying to take care of him, listening to what he was. And I kept telling him, like a rat, I guess I am. <laughs> I kept telling him, I said, no wonder she left you. You're nuts. He was. Yeah. Okay, so one last question that is coming up a lot is, so AC Rodriguez 17 says, did you ever think of giving up on Jamie during the first year? And then similar question from Princess Peach 71. She says, how they felt about Married at First Sight and meeting you for the first time. So meeting... So how do you guys feel about Married at First Sight and meeting me for the first time? And did you think about giving up on me? Be honest. 
Well, we thought you were an absolute beauty. Thank you. And you, you know, I know you've written in your book that I gave attitude, but I, I really don't think I did. We liked you right from the very beginning. The first time I ever met you guys after the wedding, it's like literally on camera. We sat down. I remember this vividly. It was you and then my sister-in-law, Carrie, and then Big Doug, and then Doug and, and myself were at the other small couch in your living room. And you looked at me and you pointed at me with your finger and you were like, you, I know about you. And I was like, oh my God, what does she know about me? <laughs> but you have, but you have after being with us for five years. Well, no, now. Living with us. You know how our sarcasm is. Well, now I do, but back then. Well, I, then I really apologize. No, this we, is. We adored you. And it was like, oh, yes, Doug got a good one. As oh, much thanks, as I Mom. tried telling her that, it's people just interpret it how they interpret yeah, it. Yeah, Doug would always, so honestly, the truth of the matter is, first of all, my in-laws are the best and there's never been a question in my mind. First of all, my father-in-law, you were the first person I connected with, hands down. Well, that and your mom, I would say. Your mom and I, there'd yeah, be like family yeah. get-togethers <laughs> and it'd be like his mom, Dot, and I just like hanging out in the corner and everybody having a good time and I'd just hang out with Grandma Dot. I love her. <laughs> It was, but, it was really, I mean, she took to you right from the very beginning. Yeah, I loved her for that because I could tell that. And there's no shame in this either though, Bon. Like I could tell, I mean, you're a mama bear. I wasn't enamored with your son immediately. Of course but you're I like- I we hadn't seen that yet. We didn't see that. So I didn't know that you had sat on the ground and cried. <laughs> see, I'm not That's a good point. Yeah. I but, didn't see that. Well, what you said to me was, you are on The Bachelor. Well, so what do you want with well, this? But again, she, I don't think she said it like that. No, I, and I didn't mean it like that. We're so sarcastic and everything. And that's the first thing we learned about you. Oh, I guess if you Google me, yeah. That you were on The Bachelor and that you were on The Bachelor pad. Yeah. And I will admit this now. I did say, I wonder if she's out for her 15 minutes of fame. I did say that. See? And I could sense that, Bonnie. I could sense that. You could not. A hundred percent. And so I always felt a little uncomfortable around you because I could tell you were kind of just, and I'm not saying that it's wrong because honestly, if this was my kid on Married at First Sight, I think a lot of people are kind of like, what's this girl doing on another reality TV show? So it's not like you're far-fetched by thinking like that. But for me, I could sense that. And I feel like I had to prove something. Yes, Doug, I would literally get nauseous going to your guys' house. Oh, that nauseous. makes me feel so bad. I would have to like have him pull over and I would like dry heave because I so badly wanted to be a part of your family and to be accepted and loved and just let it ease in. And I think when you want something so bad, you put too much pressure on it, you know, yeah. in your head. And so then you analyze, at least I did, I analyzed everything. And I was like, I know I'm safe with Big Doug and Grandma Dot, but that was like it. Big Doug and Grandma Dot. And then I felt like everybody was judging me because of course we got married in the strangest way. Of course they're judging me. It's not bizarre to like even admit that out loud. I'm this weirdo that got married to someone in a strange way. But I, I also think that that um, you assume that people are judging you. Though. I mean, that's, that's probably true too. I mean, it would have just been as easy for me to say that your whole family was judging me, you know, and that I And I would that think way. that's absolutely obnoxious because right. they wouldn't, they don't. They wouldn't care. And that's what I tried saying to you is that I know my family way better than you but do. But I sensed it from your mom. And she just admitted it. I have it on recording. She, she just did. admitted it. <clears throat> she did say that. You know, she thought it was at 15 well, minutes. Know, the, thing about, the thing about it was is I didn't want hurt. Right. You said that too to yeah. me and to both of us really. Yeah. But and I so, don't want to see anybody hurt. Because, you know, you listen to Dr. Pepper and everything. 
this is a marriage. And if things don't work out, it's a divorce and you have a divorce on your record. But even right. still, like you said, a divorce is hurt. I mean, yeah. it doesn't mean that all divorces mm -hmm. are bad, but it is hurtful regardless. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I didn't want either one of you to be hurt. Yeah. But I know that you're his mom. So you obviously, <laughs> just like I'm Henley's mom. So I'm yeah. obviously going to care more yes. about Henley than I would. But, you know, and I know you've said this and before. To this day, you still, she's her number one, you know, and you still know, uh, let Doug know, she'll figure out any way to make it easier on him than anything else. Oh, she'll yes. She'll find that way before she does that. <laughs> and to let audience know, you scream at everybody. You yell at me like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, just the way you talk. But what Jamie's saying is that's how you came off it. I thought it at first. Gonna, I'm not going to say it, but it's like 15 minutes. Now, take it from my point of view. You grow up watching The Bachelor. You grow up seeing, you know, it did not the pads or any of that. But it's like, wow, who are these girls, you know? Now, Doug's, you know, so much younger than all of us. But when it first started, where are these girls? Now we have one. Right. <laughs> Hi, guys. Here yeah, I am. There she is. <laughs> who are these people? But, you know, the reason that Jamie and I connected is because I would either go up to my sisters to see my mother, the four-hour drive to your siblings. And I said, when we go up there, we would talk about something like that. So it still was not easy for me to listen and to try and say the right things because you were kind of like broken. Yeah, I really wasn't. You <laughs> in, were like my the, therapist. In the back, yeah. And I was, was called the therapist, which was good. And I took that on, but I'm going, wow, she really has a different way of thinking than the rest of us. This is like, we back dog no matter what he did. You know, and then you come into this and you're like saying. <laughs> I, but I have to interject. I'll stick up for him. But if he's wrong, I do say he's wrong. I love how you, both you, dogs are laughing because we all know. <laughs> That's poop. That's poop. I love how both dogs are laughing yeah. because we all know. That's Bonnie defends true. all her children. Really. I love you. I, I will, I will die for them. Got no halo on his head. I know you always say that. But then when something wrong happens, you're the first to defend him and explain why there is a halo there. Even if the horns are holding it up. I that's, love you, That's baby what parents boy. are for. See? See? I love you, baby That's what parents boy. do. As yeah. far as getting along together, I mean, it started with the cigarette. We knew the lie. We were laughing at home. You know, it went through all of that, but it made the show real good. And then you keep going up. <laughs> You keep passing on and the little things that happen. You got a ticket for this. You got this. Yeah. You're back on your student payments and stuff. And I kept in my mind saying, goodbye, Jamie. Yeah. Bye, Jamie. That's nice not all public you. knowledge, Doug. Just FYI. But care. now it is. <laughs> yeah, there, we went through a lot in our first couple yeah. years. I think, Doug, I don't know what it was. I think you were maybe a little. Were you depressed at all? When we were going back to my parents' house, yeah. But even before that, I feel like you may have been a little depressed. But tell me what you think. When we were in Sayreville, you would play video games a lot. It was like mind numbing almost. And I don't know, one cell phone bill was $600 because you have like games on your cell phone bill, which I went nutty <laughs> over. And then the next one was like $400. And I was like, this is insane. Like stop. I got so much better. <laughs> but no, like I feel like you found ways to numb your mind. Yeah, I just needed a break, like a mental break from everything. And I didn't know how to communicate any of it. Yeah, we've come a long ways in five years. 
What? You have good communication. Yeah, I'm getting better. I mean, I could always get better at it. I'm not really that open to start a conversation like that, but I think I've gotten better with sharing how I'm feeling or if something bothers me. It was almost like rather than say or start an, an argument and say, you know, well, I don't like this or I don't want to do that playing video games, it was just a way of me calming and cooling my head and just letting it pass and kind of just sit and then I would get over it. But one thing, I feel like you do play video games still, but we just took this. I enjoy it. Thing. Yeah. Well, no, I, I do enjoy it. Yeah, um, no, but I'm saying like what I think we should do in our marriage is because I do the same thing. I'll watch like a murder mystery show and then you'll play a video game and neither one of us are talking to each other and hours go by and it's like, that was our Friday night. What are we doing? We need to connect. Yeah, it's not. How do you our... think we've been together for 42 right. years? Those are things that happen. <laughs> I go gamble on my yeah. computer and he goes sits in front of the idiot box. So you're saying we're onto something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, truth be told, it is eight o'clock and our yeah. sitter has to go because she's a college student. But right. um, we'll get into this deeper. Because yeah, I we'll feel have like, to do it again. Because Doug, you are a better communicator now, but I feel like we have to like lean into that a bit more so that our relationship gets even better. I really think that. I genuinely yeah. do. Well, Don't no, laugh at me. I'm not. It's just it. We're, Come a long we're, way, we are, we are working on it. Yeah. And for you people that are unmarried at first sight now, that's all they talk about is communication, communication, communication. This is after five years. And the most gorgeous little girl that, that you can imagine. That's right. And I think uh, for the both of these, JB and Doug, I think this was the best thing that could happen. You're, you guys complement each other so much that it, you make it work the way it is. And I got a really beautiful family, which I really yeah. wanted. We love you. We love I you. I love you. <laughs> My Christmas presents aren't good. <laughs> oh, oh. Wait till you get coal in your stocking this year. <laughs> and good night. Oh my gosh, your parents are so funny. Now I, you know where I get it from. I knew your mom was skeptical of me. I well, knew it. Maybe not to your the extent, but Oh, it's... I could sense it, Doug, and you just didn't think so, but I could sense it. She had like daggers in her eyes. No, well, you didn't know my mom at the time and I no, that's true. I, I know my mom. Yeah. Well, that's true. Fair enough. <laughs> and also I was very insecure yeah. at the time. I only wanted your mom to love me and accept me like straight from day one. Funny how that turns out. All she wanted was me to love and accept you from day one, and I didn't. So I guess karma's a B-I-T-C-H. Yeah. <laughs> but it all worked they out. Are, they are the best. No, they really are. They're so funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, so next week, we've got Jade and Tanner from Very The Bachelor. Excited. Well, really, they're from Bachelor in Paradise, but from The Bachelor World. I they, missed out on your play date the last time you were out there. I know. Well, Tanner didn't come either. It was just Jade, Emmy, Henley, and I. But honestly, if you guys don't know Jade and Tanner, you should seriously go follow them on Instagram because they're just genuine, raw, real people. Just so sweet. They have a YouTube channel and Jade talked about a miscarriage that she had that she had kept hidden in- Bottled up. Yeah, bottled up inside her for a very long time and she just recently shared it. And I feel like that's one of the steps towards healing really is to be able to talk about it and just grieve out loud. I'll be asking her some questions for other women who are going through a loss, how they can grieve, especially if they're not able to talk about it, because sometimes you can't talk about it out loud. And I'm sure we'll get to other topics as well. Oh my gosh, we're going to talk about Bachelor in Paradise, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and their baby, all I have to say is his name is going to be Elton Grady Harrison Tolbert. He'll understand after you hear next week's episode. <laughs> I'll leave you with that. Love you. Bye, guys.